what we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is, indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. Today is hump day. It's Wednesday, December the 20th in the year of our Lord 2023. Only five days to Christmas. As my, my partner in crime over here across from me, he shakes his head slowly with a smile, though. Oh, but it's his good head. stuff, man. It's good stuff. You, you know, um, I had a childhood friend and uh, her dad... I'll always remember this after all the presents were opened and, uh, and, and Christmas had come to an end. He would always say some got a few, some got many, <laughs> but for all it's over. And, yeah. you know, and, and I think the, the, the struggle, I think for so many, um, during the Christmas holiday season is the buildup is so intense and then it's like, boom, you yeah. hit the wall and it's over. And, you know, so I, I think uh, I, I think our friend Jason McKnight's going to join us a little bit later. I'll, I will tease, you know, in your place. Um, wait, a minute, wait a minute. Who am I? I haven't introduced you yet. Who am I talking to uh, right now? Well, brother, it's Wednesday. They know, <laughs> they know it. It is uh, my good friend, Mike Martin. Uh, Michael Martin, Kenson's Renaissance man himself, sitting here across from me in our plush, well-lit, well-protected studio here on uh, Whitehall Drive with my puppy dog laying down here to my left and uh, kitty cats running all over the house. I mean, I got to tell you, man, I don't know. And I tell you, let, let's introduce everybody because yeah, I want to stay on that sure, thread. Sure, I want to stay on that sure. thread of what you're yeah, talking man. about right there, Mike. It was beautiful. Uh, but uh, Mike Martin, he'll be with us here our whole hour. And it, if he follows what he's been doing the past few weeks, he might be with us uh, in our second hour, uh, too. Well, right? well, look, when you told me who the second <laughs> hour yes was, there's uh, no doubt I will be a part of hour number two today. One of my favorite one of the greatest people, people on the planet. Let's get to that. You all, you tease, though, that uh, we're going to be joined by the pastor of uh, Gra- Grace Fellowship Church on our Spence Automotive guest line. About 30 minutes or so into yeah. this first hour here. Uh, Jason McKnight, we've had him on now. You brought him last time uh, right before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving yeah. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he delivered us a little mini message, and I really enjoyed it so much. So I'm really looking forward to him coming back on with us here. Yeah, he'll be with us for about 10 minutes or so. Yeah, to, I, think uh, so. I think so. To tell us a little bit about Christmas and how to be uh, thankful for that. And then uh, that's our first hour, second hour, man. I am very excited about this. Uh, oh, one of one of our good friends, and I said our good friends. Oh, uh, for sure. A, I, for sure. I think it's easy to call him one of Kinston's all timers. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, without a doubt. Without. Go ahead, a doubt. tell him who it is. Uh, it, it's Danny Rice. Yep. Uh, and yeah, it. How do you? Danny Rice is kind of one of those guys. Like, how do you introduce Danny? Yeah. Like, there's so many accolades. There are so many amazing things that he's been associated with 
to to pick out one or two I think would do a disservice not only to Danny but also the amazing amazing um charities uh business organizations civic groups that he's been a part of uh yeah so I think probably I mean if you want to to give him the greatest praise and uh the 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 best ovation I mean I think you would just say uh proud east carolina pirate fan danny rice yeah danny rice roots for the pirates but yeah. i mean but uh, in all in all sincerity you know when you when you start going down that list i mean um you know and i've i've been fortunate to to be involved with them a little bit with um uh, crime stoppers in the past uh i certainly did not serve as well as he did but um you know it, you could just go on and on and on about the number of things that danny's been involved in to make not only the city of kinston lenore county eastern north carolina and beyond a better place uh it's gonna be good it's gonna be awesome keith spence is already excited about it all right. Uh, he is, uh, he's excited about this. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. I mean, uh, for several reasons why we're, I mean, I could have Danny on every day almost for all the stuff he does, but no he did receive the order of the Longleaf Pine from Correct. Governor Cooper uh, last month. In fact, right before, in fact, if you remember, right uh, before our Thanksgiving, when we Correct. did our Thanksgiving show, Correct. Yes. Uh, you know, you were on here on Thanksgiving Eve, and he had just received it a couple of days before that, yeah. and you and I talked we're, about it. And, and we're both in shock. Yeah. And, and I mean, well, I thought he had probably received it before then. I was shocked oh, that no, he had no, received no, no, it no. at that the, point. The shock, I thought this was, yeah. yeah, the shock wasn't that he received it. The yeah. shock was like, how did we not know? And yeah. you know, you certainly more so than myself. I mean, I, I consider myself, uh, and I hope that Danny considers me to be a a good friend. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, it it was. Uh, shrouded in secrecy which i guess it uh is supposed to be and yeah i was a little upset that uh you know I, i'm the public information officer as you know for lenora county I mean, you're and kind they, of a big deal bro well <laughs> no nah, i'm really not I'm, I'm the guy that writes about the people who are the big deals okay like your good friend jackie rogers who by the way man incredible guy man yeah. i mean I, i've enjoyed sure, i gotta sure. tell you i've really enjoyed working for him but anyway i'm getting off task here uh but they did it at the county commissioner meeting and I mean, I get the uh, uh, the minutes. The or, min or, yeah. uh, what do you call it? The uh, agenda. Thank, dude. Look, you're carrying me again, man. I'm, How your shoulders feel this I'm morning, a walking man? Walking thesaurus. There you go, but uh, I uh, I get the agenda. But all it said in the agenda it didn't mention Danny's name because they didn't want it to be out there that that's what they're doing. Special announcement. Yeah, yeah special recognition. recognition. Yeah, yep, yeah. said special recognition. And but, dude, and I'm not denigrating anybody when I say this, Mike. They do that every meeting. I mean, they'll recognize oh, sure, people sure, that sure. have and, you know, and worked well for the county right. for 30 years. Right. or something. Right, right, right. If I had known Danny Rice was going to get the order of the Longleaf Pond, by golly, I would have been there. Cleared the schedule. I, dude, I absolutely would have. I, I would mean, have been there for you. And it was have. an afternoon meeting, so I could have – anyway. So, you know what? It is what it is, and we get to we get to honor and celebrate our good friend today here in our second hour. I got to tell you this. Uh, usually I honor him with the order of the hump day show. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's worthy. That is definitely worthy of the 
There you go. There you go. Not uh, quite as highly regarded as the longleaf pine, but <laughs> not uh, even in the same stratosphere. Uh, but uh, but anyway, hey, I do need to. Uh, I love love love, and I'm going to talk about this here in a moment. Of uh, did the Kenston games last night? If I, if you notice, if my throat's a little scratchy this morning because I scream. You you sat oh, up there with me dude. last week. Yeah, I want hey, and. Doggone it, I wish you were there last night because guess what? Uh, Jason Bryant has a system purring like a kitten again, okay? Nice. You remember how bad it was that I game do, you were I at, do. dude? And I was – I don't and, know. Don't, don't tell everybody how frustrated I was, but I was a little frustrated with he, how the system was. He was pretty fired up. and <laughs> but, the, I, but here's what makes you a, a professional is – no, I mean, you, <laughs> in, in typical Hank's fashion, he's you know trying to downplay this. But I, I didn't hear what Brian was talking about, and Brian uh, is clearly agitated. And <laughs> was I? Could you tell? It was subtle. <laughs> it was um, subtle. But I, and I couldn't figure out what was what the issue was. But it, he's like, "There's uh, there's some um, reverb. There's some uh, some." What? Well, as I told you, Brian, I didn't hear it. Wow. And wow. It, so, but it shows the level of professionalism wow. that you and well, like I said, hey. All love, all everything to uh, Jason Bryant, who uh, got that bad boy fixed. Dude, check this out, man. This just shows, in, in all sincerity, this just shows you, you're bragging on me. Don't brag on me. I didn't have anything to do with how good it sounded last night. Uh, Jason Bryant came, went in there, took one of our studio uh, wow. uh, engineers, Al Cannon, who we've talked about him here on the show before. Good guy, super good guy. He's like the lead engineer for WRNS, not just wow. 960 AM, but for WRNS, the big, you know, the flamethrower. Right. Took him in there at Kenston High School, and they figured it out and worked on the speakers, worked on the system, disconnected stuff that didn't need to be connected and all that. I mean, on his own time. He didn't have to go do that. So Jason, man, is just uh, an That's amazing awesome. guy. And thank you to Jason. Thank you to Al for doing that. But uh, what was neat about being at the game last night is, dude, all these kids are home for Christmas now. You know, dude, I got to see Isaac Parson last night. I got to see Jeremy Dixon last night. I got to see Nick Nick last night. Uh, and speaking, hey, ironically, all three of them are going to be on the show over the next couple of days. Uh, Nick Nick, uh, Nick Harvey the yeah. third. You know, our our good friend uh, Nick Harvey the yeah. uh, second. Because he doesn't call himself Nick Harvey Jr., or does he? Anyway, I call him Nick Nick 2. There's yeah. Nick 1, who's big Nick, you know. Right. Then there's Nick 2, who is with the school system. And then Nick Nick, who is uh, at Carolina. He is going to be sitting in the very chair you're sitting in right there tomorrow. Uh, at, he's uh, home from Carolina. That's so awesome. And then on Friday, we have, you know, TGIF with IP. Usually we do it on our, you know, Spence Automotive yeah. guest line. Yeah. He will be sitting in oh, that chair man. where you're at, along with Jeremy Dixon, both from uh, Winston-Salem State University. So great. So, so great. Uh, so great. Very excited about that, dude. I, might, have, I uh, tell you what, I might get up early and, and slip <laughs> over here tomorrow morning to, to chat with Nick. Cause Feel that free. Kid, that and I said he's amazing. And, well, and look and and please anyone listening, do not misinterpret my use of the word kid as you know denigrating. I call everyone a kid, yeah. but he is one of the most amazing young men. I um, yeah, through working at stadiums and things like that, uh, his uh, his mom and dad would bring him in from time to time and. Yeah, and I got to know his grandfather a little bit as well. Um, but it just <laughs> a, a wonderful young man and, and so well-spoken. And, you know, and uh, it, was the uh, – uh, 
I'm, I'm telling you, dude, I'm struggling for the words. Valedictorian, thank you. That's yeah. a, why can I not think of the word thank you? You're, I cannot think of the word. Well, because I was never close to a, being a valedictorian, so that's one reason right. that I can't think of right. it. But please continue. But yeah, yeah. he was a valedictorian I mean, at Kinston High. But he, and the way he interacts with people is really unique for someone of such a young age. Mature beyond his years. Precisely. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, I just, I, I just loved being around him. Yeah, the the limited amount that I was around him, I don't want to to well, make myself more important than I am. But, um, but what a great, great young man! And, let uh, me tell you what's amazing about him, and I this is where I've been blessed to be on the sideline here since two thousand two. I've basically known him since he was, and this is going to shock you when I say this: two foot tall, two and a half right. foot tall. To now, you know, he's that was at birth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, he was 13 pounds yeah. and uh, 32 inches yeah. tall. He, he he's uh he's a monster of a man, but you talk about a gentle giant yeah. like it, he's uh you know, and, and I tell you, it's um it's really great to see because you see the values that his family has instilled in him. Yeah. I mean, you know, his his dad is, you know, one of my favorite folks. Um, his grandfather always is, you know. You his, always get the hug. Uh, that's what you I do. Uh, you yeah. know what? And I mean, it, and and he and I see each other so infrequently, but he always makes you feel like you're important when you run into him. Uh, Nick, Nicholas, uh, big. Uh, the Papa lawyer, Nick. yeah, the attorney. Papa Nick. Can, can um, I can I humble brag for a please, second? Please, please, please. Well, you know, uh, when Jerry uh, Stackhouse was inducted into the uh, North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame, <clears throat> I got invited to his after party. Come okay. on. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you knew that or not, but Come on. Uh, uh, I took Paul with me. I took Paul Whittington with me, and he was not going away too. Not a great choice, but, you know. <laughs> not a great choice. But well, how that ties in to uh, uh, Nick one. How does that tie into who your favorite Whittington is, though? Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Scott's next door, and he's not gonna, he's not gonna like that. But anyway, uh, but uh, so uh, Nicholas Harvey was there. The attorney was there, and he had on a, a stackhouse jersey because that's one thing Jerry asked was, "Hey, wear your, you know, some, some yeah. from some point in uh, Jerry's career, wear like a jersey." That's why that jersey is right there because I wore uh, the Washington. It was actually uh, the Washington Wizards jersey when nice, he was there nice. and i was the only one that had it on there were probably eh, there are good 75 80 people there probably yeah that's awesome. right i was one of the select oh in my this isn't humble bragging is this is just freaking yeah, bragging blatant. Right? <laughs> blatant bragging nah. but uh but he was like the only person that i knew there uh so i, I kind of uh you know well besides paul of course so you know i kind of hung around him but he's everywhere i see nicholas harvey man I mean, if it's in, uh, and that man has bought my lunch two or three times, and yeah. it's got to the point, That's if I see him in a restaurant now, I'm like. Who's going to get it first? <laughs> exa- dude, dude, <laughs> you said it spot on, That's man. I want to jump in there because if stuff. I don't, I know that oh, son yeah. of a gun. Dude, uh, Linda and I, we were at uh, Lovick's, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, and I knew it. He was walking through, 
he he was leaving, and I was like, man, that son of a gun. Yeah. I know what he's going to do. And he did, sure enough. He awesome. uh, he bought our breakfast for That's us awesome. yesterday, or that day. So anyway, anyway. Uh, but those are over the next couple of days I did want to mention. Uh, and if you've noticed, we've been doing in the birthday game, too, this week, with it being Christmas week. We've been having special guests on during the Christmas uh, or during the uh, birthday game. Nice. A very Should I go ahead and tell you who it is today, oh, or should I just let it be a surprise? John Dawson's dad, Forrest Dawson, makes his Brian Hanks show debut. Nice. During the birthday game today, uh, in our second hour, it'll be uh, about 30 minutes or so into our second hour. So uh, definitely jump in there and uh, listen to that too, please. Or if you, a lot of folks listen to us live right now. I don't even know if you know this or not. The first 20, 25 minutes show is the most listened to part of this show every day. That's all. Awesome. It is because everybody's driving to work. Think about it from like 7 to 7 30 or so. So, and after 25 minutes, they've heard all they can stand and they're like, let's turn this well, off. Usually they go, well, like I'll give Keith Spence as an example. Although he could put a radio in his shop and let everybody listen to it yes. in there. You know, that's what yes. he should do. Yeah. Yes. Spence, Spence. Hey. Guess what? I'm getting Spence for Christmas now. A radio. A radio that he can put in the shop. He's Let scared to put it in the shop. It might start a revolution. <laughs> I like it. But uh, uh, a lot of folks, they don't listen to the birthday game live, but they'll go back and they'll listen to it on uh, you know, on our SoundCloud feed and all that. Mm-hmm. But Forrest Dawson making his uh, debut today on the birthday game. Very, very excited about that. Okay. Uh, with all the frivolity and everything that uh, we've enjoyed here in the first little bit. Well, uh, again... Let me before I get into that again. Nick Harvey the third tomorrow in our first hour, and you said you're coming in. That'll be a lot of fun too. Yeah. Jason Bryant in our second hour tomorrow. Paul Whittington in our first hour on Friday. And then TGIF with IP, uh, and like I said, uh, Jeremy uh, uh, Jeremy Dixon coming in too on Friday. That's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, set your calendars for that. Listen, uh, I, there's no easy way to uh, pivot to this. Uh, but if you, uh, were listening yesterday morning, uh, we teased in our first hour that, uh, outgoing Kenston fire department chief, uh, uh, Damian Locklear was going to be joining us, but he messaged me, uh, about 20 minutes into our first hour and said, you know, uh, I'm not even going to reread what he said because it's got even more poignancy now, but he, uh, just said that, uh, basically that he got the worst news that a father can get. And, uh, you know, please pray for his family yesterday morning. I'm not going to go into details. That's not, I'm not a big J journalist anymore. And I'm not trying to break news here. It'll come out later on today. I do know that for sure, but please, and Mike and I talked about it off the record or, uh, well off the record and, uh, off the air before we started, please, 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 uh, pray for uh, chief Locklear and his family. And I know you feel the same way. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's, uh, <sighs> Well, there's no easy. I yeah. mean, there's. Well, he even said it's the worst news a father can get, and you being a father, yeah. uh, I, I, I'll just leave it at that. Please pray for him. Uh, please play, pray for his family. Yep. Uh, just again, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, it'll the news will come out later on today, and I'm just I'm heartbroken. I know you are too. I mean, when I told Absolutely. you, your face yeah. just fell and. It it is what it is. Just please uh, pray for him. And again, uh, that, that's all I have. That's all I have to say about that. I just want to leave it at that. Uh, but uh, wow, just a, a tough day for him. A tough uh, time for his family. Uh, LCC, I, you mind if I hit this real quick? Well, please, I'm going to go please, through please, the monologue real quick please, here, and please. then we'll uh, jump in and uh, get caught up on everything else. But LCC men's basketball, they finished out their pre-Christmas schedule at Southwest Virginia. Yesterday with a 100 to 90 victory 
Uh, seven players and double figures for uh, LCC. Ray Mitchell had 20. Deontay Joseph had 16. Aiden Eller was 16. Kenston's Clarence Burton with 13. Trey Lewis with 13. Deshaun Hooker with 12. Jarius Northam with 10. Just an amazing. They're now 10 and 3 overall. Ho, 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 hold on a second. From last Wednesday, we set, uh, I think you said 88 and a half. I said 61. No, no, but did you hear what I did, though, later on in the week as I looked at their schedule? Oh, Keith Spence. Oh, come on. Keith Spence <laughs> is my witness. No, no, no. He's my witness on this. Uh, it was Friday going into the Saturday game. I, you know, I, because I just pulled that out of my head. You hedged I your did, bet. I did hedge my bet, <laughs> but this is before the game. I said minus 70 and a half uh-huh. is what I ended up uh-huh. going with. Uh-huh. Ended up being 76, I think. Nicely done, yeah. sir. So, Nicely done. Uh, but I, you had to figure since the beginning of the season, yada, yada, yada. And it was actually a closer game at halftime. I think it was, on, hey, it was only like a 30-point game at halftime, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Well but, done. Well but done, congratulations sir. to uh, and I, uh, Coach Grantham. Well oh, done, man, I'm man. telling you, uh, well texted and messaged with him last night, and uh, he was uh, he, he's very excited. They're now off, dude. They're off till January 11th. That's the only thing I'm worried about is, I mean, this team is rolling. They're 10 and 3. I believe they've won three games in a row, four games in a row, something like that. Uh, they are. They are on a roll right now, and you have to – yeah. Not that I'm trying to be negative here, I promise, Mike, but you, you got to be nervous when you go in, you're 10-3, and three, everything's rolling right along. I also saw a text yesterday, I think it was from, or not a text, but a uh, uh, Twitter uh, Twitter tweet that uh, academically, they're doing great, that they have That's a great, great, great point average. Great news. That was one of the things that uh, when you would talk to Bobby Dawson about uh, LCC through the years, and Spence can back me up on this too as he covered LCC for a while, was actually an assistant coach for LCC basketball. Did you know that? I did not. I didn't either until Breaking Keith news. hung out with us. Uh, for Now, this is back in the 80s that he was an assistant coach, or maybe 80s or 90s. Spence, help me out with that. When was it? But um, I remember talking to uh, Bobby Dawson, and he would say, that team we have before uh, Christmas break and that team we have after Christmas break, it's different a lot of times, and it is because you have kids that you know were academically eligible before the Christmas break that maybe aren't so much after the Christmas break. Uh, I don't think that's going to be a problem this year, though. I think that Coach Grantham has uh, has recruited such a good team, uh, not just good on the court, obviously with a ten and three record, but uh, academically too. I don't think you're going to see a lot of drop off. I hope not, anyway. Well, you know, I think that in a lot of young men's cases, you know, kids that struggle academically in high school um, who are who are promising athletes. You know, I think in some cases, once they actually leave the nest and leave the uh, circle of friends, you know, and, and and get the opportunity to surround themselves with people who maybe have a different view of the world, um, it, it it lends to maybe them uh, finding a, a a better path academically. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely, you know. man. But. Uh... Man, congratulations to them. Like I said, they'll be back on uh, Thursday, January the 11th versus Wake Tech. Uh, I know we've got a, uh, I believe, a North and North alum that plays for Wake Tech. Uh, so that's going to be a pretty big game then. But, again, I can't wait to see what they look like when they get back from Christmas break. Again, congratulations, Coach Grantham, Coach Barnes, all the folks over at LCC for the success there. Uh, ECU men's basketball team, they're 6-4 and four overall, and they take on Delaware State uh, today at six o'clock or seven o'clock at seven o'clock 
at uh, Menji's Coliseum. Excited about that game. Now, uh, here's your little Kinston Lenore County Sports Hall of Fame history here. Nice. Which Kinston Lenore County Sports Hall of Famer played for uh, Delaware State and is South or was, I think maybe he's been surpassed since then, but uh, he went and played professionally in South America for like 12, 13 years after that and ended up playing for uh was it brazil or uh one of the one of the south american team countries in the olympics against michael jordan and the dream team jimmy da, smith da, da. no no no, no. <laughs> that's a good, good no well i said north lenore uh, uh, jimmy smith, uh, i'm south sorry no, I, that's I, all I right heard you samuel shepherd i don't know if you remember from the 70s uh, I, I never knew him either other than when we inducted him to the hall of fame but uh, talk about a life story. I mean, he went and tried out for a couple of NBA teams, didn't make it, ends up playing in uh, South America, and I think for Columbia, I think for Columbia, and uh, ended up, like I said, becoming South America's all-time leading scorer in professional basketball from right here in Lenora County. How crazy is that, dude? But, uh, but that's who uh, ECU will play tonight against Delaware State. ECU women's basketball team, uh, Thursday at 1 p.m., they'll be taking on Charleston Southern in ACC last night. Uh, number 22, uh, Virginia. Uh, you know, the God-fearing Wahoos of the University of Virginia, uh, they lost big time at Memphis last night uh, by 25 points. Yeah, it's the Fighting uh, Penny Hardaways. The Fighting Penny Hardaways, indeed. Big game of AC or big night of ACC basketball tonight as uh, number 21, Duke, will be hosting number 10, Baylor. That game is at 7. NC State is at home against uh, St. Louis and then number 11, UNC. Uh, we'll be taking on number seven, Oklahoma, and that is going to be in Charlotte. But uh, the Duke game and the – I think the Duke game and the Carolina game, they're both on uh, ESPN and the NC State game is on the ACC Network. So, you know, I'll have all three. When, when, I'm going to the ECU game, but when I get back, I'll have all three of the TVs going uh, watching all these games. Nice. Uh, whole, uh, last night, basketball, prep basketball. Kenston improved 7-2 and two overall with a 78-54 win. Against West Carteret, five players finishing double-figure scoring. And that's down your old neck yeah, of the woods, right? Yeah, man, yeah. Where'd yeah. you go to high school? East. East Carteret, East okay. East Carteret. Well, uh, good. And they beat uh, they beat the crap out of your rival then, uh, the Patriots of West Carteret well last done. night, 78-54. Well five Vikings ended up in double-figure scoring. Jamarian Washington and uh, Keyshawn Herring both had 14 each. Khalid Sanders had 13. I'm sorry, Khalil Sanders had 13. Khalid Sanders had 11, and then Tyreek Copper at 10, and I've got to throw a special shout-out here to uh, uh, Isaiah Parson. He had seven points last night, his season high. He had a really good game last night. Here's what's unique about that, though, Mike. Jamarian Washington and Keyshawn Herring, you know what they have in common? Freshmen. Wow. Both of them wow. led the scoring last night. Wow. Both of them freshmen, and uh, I'm telling you, the future is bright. It's Heck, they're 7-2 and two right now. They're a pretty doggone good team now, but – when you got two freshmen that are leading your scoring, that tells you uh, what we've got coming down the pipe here in Kansas. For sure, for sure. Uh, the girls' game last night, they improved to 5-4 and four with a 52-41 to 41 win. In fact, uh, all four teams, the two JV teams and the two varsity teams, swept West Carteret. That had to have been a sad trip back uh, down 70 to uh, Moorhead City for uh, West Carteret. <laughs> hey, Willow Gardner and Alkevia Keys, they both had 10 points each for the girls. Both teams now, uh, for the first time in recent memory, when I say recent memory, I'm talking about since I got to Kenston, neither one will be playing in a Christmas tournament. They're both off now until January the 3rd when they take on Northern Nash. Uh, North Lenore, uh, their boys and girls, they're both 4-4. Four and four. They take on East Duplin tonight uh, to open East Central 2A play. 
Uh, South Lenore, uh, they're two and seven overall. Uh, the girls are four and six overall, and uh, they are all. The boys will be returning to action a week from tomorrow against Lakewood, and then uh, both teams will be uh, back on Friday, January fifth, at Wallace Rose Hill. Parrot Academy, uh, boys are three and four. The girls are zero and seven. They're both off until Wednesday, January the third, at Beargrass Charter. Bethel Christian Academy, the boys are three and eight. The girls are two and five. Both of those teams are off until Friday, January the fifth, when they host uh, Living Water Christian out of Richlands. Green Central, uh, the boys are three and five. The girls are one and seven. Uh, both uh, the girls playing a round robin tourney next week. They'll open it with Aiden Grifton, but the boys are off until after the new year when they'll host Southwest Edgecombe on January third. Uh, Aiden Grifton, uh, the Chargers boys, they played last night. The boys and girls played last night. Uh, the Chargers boys stopped a two-game slide with an impressive 79-36 to home win against Spring Creek last night. They're now 7-2 overall. The girls played last night, too, but their score wasn't listed on max preps. Uh, the boys uh, play in a Christmas tournament next week while the girls take on, uh, we just talked about that, against Green Central in another round-robin tournament. Jones Sr., their boys are 5-3. and three. Their girls are 1-7. Uh, the boys uh, take on Jacksonville Christian Academy tomorrow, and then they've got a game on Friday uh, while the girls also play in a tournament Thursday and Friday, and then they're off until Tuesday, January the 9th after that. Hometown heroes from last night, uh, Brandon Ingram, the New Orleans Pelicans. I don't know. Did you see the end of that game last night? John Morant returned for uh, Memphis last night. Did not. Did yeah, not. He had been out uh, for 25 years due – or 25 years, 25 games – due to a suspension uh all-time record for someone who had missed 25 years of yeah, there you go <laughs> there you go absolutely but uh man 115 to 113 the pelicans lost to memphis last night but brandon i, I i'm telling you man he is uh making his way to potentially an all-star appearance he had 34 points four rebounds six assists and two steals last night the pelicans are at cleveland thursday uh, Reggie uh, Bullock Jr. and the Houston Rockets. They're 13 and 11 overall. They're home versus Atlanta today. Uh, Damian Dunn and the uh, number three ranked Houston Cougars. They're 11 and 0. They are home versus Texas State Thursday. Trez played last night. Tough loss for them as uh, Don Trez and the Georgetown Hoyas. They fell to 7 and 5, 0 and 1 uh, in the Big East. It was the first Big East game of the year for Georgetown and for Butler, who they lost to 74 to 64. However, Trez led all Hoyas with 19 points, six rebounds, a rebound, or an assist, and a steal in 29 minutes. And then they returned right back to action Friday night at 7 uh, against number 7 at number 7 Marquette. That game will be on FS1. Man, we were talking about Jerry earlier. Poor Jerry, man, is just having a tough season. Uh, they are now 4-7. and seven. They lost last night at home to Western Carolina. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough loss, man. Uh, yeah. I think they were twelve point favorites in that game. They ended up losing that sixty three to sixty two. It was uh, the Commodores' third straight losses. They've lost now six of their last seven games. Uh, Vanderbilt uh, will be at Memphis Saturday though at four o'clock, and that is going to be on national TV. It's going to be on WNCT, our CBS affiliate here. Uh, I, we talked about Isaac Parson, Jeremy Dixon, uh, and Amaji Dada went to Salem State. They're nine and three overall, and they are home versus Elizabeth City State. On Thursday, January the 4th, uh, Ashanti Lynch of Maryland Eastern Shore plays today at VCU. Uh, the Hawks of Maryland Eastern Shore are 6-5. and five. Uh, Dante Ellis of uh, Pitt Community College, they are 2-10. and 10, And uh, they lost Monday night, 94-71. Uh, Their next game is Saturday, January the 6th, at Patrick and Henry Community College in Virginia. <gasps> man, as I'm trying to take a breath here, I, man, I got to get Jason up here on the line with me, don't I? I told him we were running a touch behind, okay. so he's aware. But so it, 
I wanted to step in really quick Please. here because this is our last uh, show before, yeah, before, Christmas, or, uh, before Christmas, before the new year, and uh, before the nuptials of uh of our courageous host and his uh <laughs> wait a minute courageous i think courageous should be used to describe lando shouldn't it uh, that's where I, buddy look don't don't step on my fire bro. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry um and, and the amazing linda Whittington. i said courageous because of you hosting folks like myself <laughs> on your radio show not getting married and I initially had planned to maybe, you know, do this show on location at a strip club, like your bachelor, uh, the bachelor party show. Uh, but the the breakfast buffet at the strip clubs lacks <laughs> so much to be desired. Wait, we're talking about breakfast buffet. I'm interrupting you. Breakfast buffet at a strip club, and we're getting ready to get a minister up on the phone with us. I mean, he's they, look, ministers are uh, ministers are used to dealing with people like me. <laughs> the lost. Um, the lost. But but so so instead of doing the bachelor party, I, I thought that I would offer you some uh some marital advice okay as, as someone who has uh struggled with uh with uh marriage in the past fortunately i've got an amazing wife today and a wonderful wonderful daughters and uh so on but i i it, it i have struggled in the past and um the advice that i would give you and a pastor friend of mine, Dr. Christopher Edmondson, who's now the uh, the lead senior pastor at uh, White Memorial Church in Raleigh. He um, he told me one time. He said, "You've got to stay in Cleveland." Now, this is a crazy, you know, it's a crazy thought. Stay in Cleveland, Cleveland County, North that, Carolina. You got to stay in Cleveland. And he said, what I mean by that is he said, if you're having an argument about Cleveland, you can't go to Miami to solve Cleveland. Okay. You've got to stay in Cleveland. So, you know, and I'm sure that you and Linda have never passed a harsh word between you just based (laughs) on the high quality character she has. Um, Not so much you. But, um, (laughs) but no, seriously, you know, communication. And I mean... You know, you do so much uh, in the lines of communication, and uh, but you can't when the radio stops or the the laptop you finish typing, the communication can't in there. It's got to uh, continue and and you know listen more than you talk, and uh, and and I think everything's going to be wonderful. You guys are are good people and um well let me tell you this and in all sincerity thank you those are very kind words and i will heed that advice she uh in my life i'm 54 years old i have never met a soul and i and i mean this with everybody in my life i've never met a soul as pure as hers and i mean that in all sincerity she she there's no negativity about her and i mean that i mean and and the very rare time and in the what six years we've been together or whatever it, that maybe there's been two or three times when you know 
she gets a little frustrated with because you know I, I'm easy to live with. You know, it's hard no, to get I frustrated mean, with me. Know, I can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that <laughs> it does it surprises me when you know maybe a, a, ti- a, a tiny eye, just a little iota of uh, of uh, negativity comes out. It it surprised me, but it's usually because I've done something stupid or I've procrastinated and missed a deadline for something. I know that's going to shock you that I would procrastinate Mike Martin, but, uh, that that's one of my number one faults, but dude, the main point being, I am so blessed. I mean, she is, I've never ever met somebody that has a pure soul that just loves everybody. And, uh, I'm just blessed. I'm really, really blessed to uh, awesome. to have her. Hey, uh, Forrest Dawson, who, like I said, will be joining us in our second hour on the birthday game. He sends me some marital advice. Can I share that with you real quick? He said, my best marital. I haven't even read this yet. I better read it first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my best marriage. This is awesome, Mr. Dawson. My best marriage advice to you is what my mother-in-law told me. Quote, start like you can hold out. 53 years and counting. So start like. You can hold out. I like that. That's pretty good advice there. That's impressive. That is impressive. Well, we are getting uh, Jason McKnight up on the line with us. While we're doing that, let's thank Lenore Community College. They are the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show, and we do truly appreciate them. For more than 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. Uh, listen, get, uh, they are undergoing – right now, registration is underway for the uh, spring semester – Give LCC a call at 252-527-6223. Visit the website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of the beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. Again, thank you to Richie Honeycutt, all the folks over at LCC for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. And uh, joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line, this is this is very cool. Uh, we had him on right before Thanksgiving. He delivered a little mini Thanksgiving message to us. Uh, we, he is joining us right now, like I said, live on our Spence Automotive guest line. He is the pastor at Grace uh, Fellowship Church. It's Jason McKnight. How are you doing, sir? Good morning. Brian, it's good to be with you today. I hope you're having a great one. I am. I'm sitting across the. Uh, I'm sitting across the way from. Uh, oh, I'm surprised your ears you aren't blowing out over there because uh, here I'm going to turn it down a little bit. I've been yelling in your ear all morning, uh, Mike Martin. You've not said a word. Hey man, just take it. Just there take you it. go. But but uh, Jason <laughs> McKnight joining us now. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, well, hey Jason, so uh, I, I know that I dropped this on you a little late in the game this morning, but. Um, so this is actually my version of Brian's bachelor party. I just gave him a little marital <laughs> advice for myself. Um, you know, we uh, he he made a joke that you know I said something about strippers and we were calling the pastor, and I was like, "Well, that's who you're supposed to call when you're thinking about strippers." I mean, but uh, there's that. There's but, that. But, Did you hear? But, there's yeah, that. Yeah. But, but uh, thanks for joining us this morning, my man, and uh, and I think. Uh, we're we're excited to hear um hear you know some thoughts from you this morning and but you know we we just uh talked earlier about uh some tragic news in in our community and uh you know without going any into any great detail yeah the, the we we talked about during the thanksgiving holidays how it can be difficult at times to find um to 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 mm-hmm. find grace and 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 things to be thankful for um yeah what what's the message you can share with us about uh the christmas season that we are 
uh, headlong into. Yeah, you know that it it is a tough thing when you have tragedy around the holidays or when you have anything that isn't Hallmark Channel picture perfect. <sighs> yeah. Because isn't that what everything around us says? And all of us know that our lives just aren't Hallmark Channel perfect. Right. <laughs> you know. And and when you when you um, I mean I remember as a kid the first the first Christmas I mean my dad died of cancer when I was ten and that first Christmas was oh, wow. excruciating it was yeah. excruciating and it, you know it's not just that there's one empty seat at the table it's that the whole house is empty the whole thing is off you know and um, it's bad it's it's tough so I um, just everybody out there you know we know. We know that um, this, uh, depression and anxiety and stress and loneliness and suicide, that kind of stuff amplifies at Christmas because nothing lives up to the hype. Well, let's get off the hype train because yeah, right. <laughs> nothing in the world ever lives up to the hype. And, you know, when we think about what is Christmas, maybe instead of looking from the outside at, gosh, if they put Christmas lights on their front trees and they have bright windows, then they must have a perfect life. And I'm looking in the windows, realizing my life isn't perfect or whatever. Uh, instead of looking at it like that, what do you think God thinks Christmas is? I mean, wouldn't that be an interesting thing to think about? Like, he's given us this. What is he thinking that he's giving us? And when you stop to think of it that way, maybe it isn't about... Um, all sorts of uh, hallmark channel picture perfect life that we all sort of want and don't have. What's God thinking? I think the best place to see that is the message that the angels give to the little shepherds. And and this is if you if you're kind of our generation, you grew up with the Charlie Brown Christmas special, and there's Linus, you know, saying it out loud. The angels' message: um, Do not be afraid, for I bring you good news of great joy for. Everyone today in the town of David is born a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And then this is how you're going to know you found him, because he's a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger. And I've always, guys, I've always been struck by the three descriptors of how to find him, a baby wrapped in cloth lying in a manger, superimposed against the three titles the angel gives him, Savior, Christ. Lord. I mean, these are big things, but manger and baby and swaddling cloth, what do you mean? It's just unbelievable to think that God is sending a savior. What's, what's another word for that? A rescuer. Because he knows we're all messed up and we need rescue. And he's sending the Christ. Well, what's that? It's just, you know, it's a it's the Bible word for the long promised king. And all through the Old Testament, he's promising someone's going to make it right in the world and in your hearts and in your life and in your family, in your community. And the Old Testament just refers to this person as the Christ. So it's the Messiah. So the Savior to rescue us, the Christ, the long promised one is going to make everything right. And then the Lord, Savior, who is Christ the Lord, that's just God himself. And unbelievably, we discover that this little baby is the eternal God. And we can't even compute that stuff. So people make different things up because we can't have God in a manger, but God did. (laughs) So what's Christmas when God's thinking about it? Man, it's rescue. 
It's fulfilling his promises and it's himself coming near to us. And then I think one last thing, who's he given this message to? He's giving it to these uh, shepherds that nobody's ever heard of before or since. Listen, you know, Brian and Mike, who are the shepherds? They're not the guys that have the radio shows or the podcast. <laughs> you know, they're right. the guys that nobody thinks about. The anonymous workaday, working class folks, poor, looked down on. And the only people God chose to say what was going on that day were the lowest of the low. Well, that gives me great hope because I'm not that special in the world, guys. <laughs> and God's got the lowest of the low on his radar screen. And he loves them. So that's the, that's the uh, message of Christmas, I think. I mean, we can look at, at feasts and, and, and lights and gifts, and I didn't get enough gifts, and then stress and loneliness and all that kind of stuff. Or we can look at it from God's perspective. Man, this, this whole thing is about the rescue that God's bringing through the promises that he's fulfilling because he himself has come near, the Savior who is Christ the Lord. And he gives it to the shepherds. I love that. What an awesome message, my man. What an awesome message. And, you know, you, you, we, we spoke a lot about this around Thanksgiving, and you echoed it again right there, is that, you know, all around us, uh, if, you, if you are tuned in to any degree, is you have a world that's telling you, you know, this is what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, you know, the the romantic lifetime Hallmark movie where, you know, the 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 guy and comes back to his high school town and runs into you know this and in an hour and. 30 minutes there, you know, happily married. <laughs> the and, exact same you know, plot every, every week. Yeah. Every episode. Every time. Right? And, you know, but there's it, something in us that wants that plot, isn't there? There's yeah. something in us that wants that plot because we are all romantics at heart. I mean, not necessarily every last one of us, but as a people, because we know something's wrong and we want someone to fix it. And, and then, you know, and you come on this morning and share the actual message mm-hmm. of – yeah. Yeah. You know, who who can fix that in us? Yeah. yeah. And you know, we we talked a lot about s- social media during the uh, Thanksgiving uh, show, and and yeah, I think from my perspective, it's great to share. You know, some of your family's things, and and my family, gosh knows, we we share a ton. Um, but you know, I, I think this Christmas season might be a good time to unplug from that and, you know, and, and surround yourself and insulate yourself with, um, people that are important in your life and, uh, and, and sort of shut out that noise and, and listen closer to, you know, the message, uh, the real message of Christmas and, and, and the amazing story that, that God sent his son uh, to us to uh, to, yeah. to to wash away our sins. So that's um, well, and and I think Mike, that's a really good point. Is I can I can kind of spend a lot of time on social media, looking at your feed and and stuff like that, or putting stuff out there. And, and but the fact of the matter is, true life also requires 
real people in it. Right. <laughs> so, sure. you know, you two guys, you know, sitting across the desk, I've been in the studio there, I love it. You two guys sitting across, having fun with each other and relating to each other and you end up becoming better friends with each other. And that just, you know, if, if, if all of us would just one night in the holidays invite one person over that maybe could be lonely or, or, or a little household, you know, maybe two or three people in a household, Everything changes with just an investment of our presence, you know, and, and I, I guess you see that because that's what God did. He didn't do social media. He sent himself. He came himself. That's awesome. That is it incredibly. Yeah. Listen, uh, Jason, can I tell you how much I appreciate you coming on here again? Uh, you're, you're sort of becoming the, uh, the, the spiritual, uh, uh, the voice of the Brian Hanks show. What do you think there, uh, Mike Martin? Uh, I don't know that I would want to associate myself with that, but yeah, but look, Hey, you know, I think it, it, God came to be with the least of thee. And I there think, you go. I think Brian and I would probably qualify. You're, you're the shepherds in the story. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Well, look, Hey, so, hey. so Jason, yeah, I also asked you since this is, uh, the unofficial, uh, Brian Hanks, uh, bachelor party this morning we're having uh uh danny rice in a little bit later uh so so give us uh give us jason mcknight's uh words of advice for uh the soon-to-be uh happy couple the well, soon-to-be mr linda the soon-to-be mr yeah linda. that's right <laughs> linda. and and that's, that's good because if you're not marrying up, you're in big trouble. And I know you're marrying up. Dude, I know you're marrying up. I was about to say, you've met her. You know how <laughs> yeah. far up I'm marrying. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Well, you know, I mean, good for you. I think for you and for you and Linda, man, that, that's a great thing. Marriage is, is you know it, and uh, you've seen it. And, and it's, it takes all sorts of work, and it's all sorts of joy. It's all sorts of fun. And um, any advice I might have is really coming through the school of hard knocks because of stuff that I've done wrong, <laughs> as opposed to, um, you know, I mean, look, I'm, you just, you just every day, you just got to keep, keep trying. And here's a thought or two. Um, I would say, listen to each other with goodwill. See, I can often check out on what Susan's saying and think I know what she's going to say and then start my mind in a different way. But if I focus on how can I listen fully, be, be a hundred percent attentive in this moment, um, that's a really good thing. Listen with goodwill. Uh, the other thing is the, the words that will give your marriage life are, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? Like, I don't want to apologize when I know I'm wrong. I want to think to myself and rationalize all the ways that, Actually, it's probably someone else's fault why I'm wrong, whether it's hers or something from work or whatever's going on in this or that or my shoulder hurts. <laughs> Man, the only way out of a cycle of, um, of ungrace is to just get off the train. And the way you get off the train is saying, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? And, and uh, that's, a, that's a super helpful one. When, Mike, when you sent me the text, uh, I went and asked Susan, what would you say? She doesn't have to say sorry as much as I would, as I do. So I, I you know, I'm, but she said, one of the greatest things is live to outserve each other, live to outserve each wow, other. Nice. And, That's awesome. and I, that I do think, yeah, good. she, she's, she's on that one. Like she's a servant, but 
gosh, man, life goes a lot better when we're not trying to say, did you do enough? And I'm doing more. But when we're like, Hey, let's, let's, we're on the same team. Let's, let's get it done. Whatever it is. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, I got it. Before we let you go, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. No, I was just going to say, man, congrats. And, and, uh, and I'll be praying for you guys over the next week or so. Well, well, I tell you what, pray you for her party. more. Pray for her more. Okay? She's going to need <laughs> you a lot know more that, than I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got, I'll leave you with this. Uh, our regular Friday guest, Paul Whittington, uh, lives up in Garner, so he listens to us online. He said, I tuned in online this morning in the middle of your guest monologue about Jesus, the manger, swaddled clothes, etc." He said, I listened for maybe two and a half minutes before I called mom because, uh, you know, Linda is his mom. And said, before I called mom, wondering why you weren't on the air this morning. <laughs> How awesome is that? They no, pulled, and, and they he pulled didn't say feed. it in a negative way. Yeah, he didn't say it in a negative way. He just said, you know, it's like, you know, I was listening to him and I was like, why is, you know, Brian surely isn't talking about this. What's going on? He just said it wasn't what he expected, which, uh, hey, hey. That's why we got you, Jason. Well, Add a little class, and if you can surprise, a little dignity to the show, okay? And and a little surprise keeps people hooked. There, <laughs> there you, you go, go. my man. There you hey, go. Jason McKnight, uh, Grace Fellowship Church. I'm assuming you're going to have some uh, great services this weekend, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Listen, <laughs> the, the glow service at 5 o'clock on Christmas Eve. 5 o'clock Christmas okay. Eve before dinner. Come on by. Anyone who wants to. We're, it's going to be a packed house, and it's going to be a great time worshiping the Savior. There you go. Listen, Jason, awesome. thank you so much, dude. I appreciate you. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you. Merry well, Christmas, I, we'll, we'll talk to you in the new year, sir. All right, love it. Hey, blessings on you guys, and congrats on your wedding. We'll be praying for it. Thank you so much, sir. That is right. uh, that is Jason McKnight again, Grace Fellowship Church. What a good dude, too, man. And I, I love his tone, how he speaks. Let me let me do my – I should have done it with him on here because uh. I'm not making fun. But this is my Jason McKnight. He's just – everything – I mean, he – enunciates so well and it's he's everything Canadian. is that yeah that's what it is that's i guess that's what it is but Those proper uh, canadians uh, he's awesome man but really uh, thank is. you thank you for setting that up there yeah, sincerely man. i yeah. appreciate that uh well i don't know what direction we go in here we got danny rice that'll be coming up here in our second hour well, we're wrapping up and it's yeah. the last episode before Christmas, so yeah. something else. Or the last Wednesday before Wednesday Christmas. Before yeah. Your last episode. My last Christmas. episode yeah. before Christmas. So I was thinking about it this morning. You gave me a wonderful gift. But um, I, I was like, hey, I need to ask Brian. All right, we're a sports show. Yeah. Your sports Christmas wish list. What For your teams <sighs> that you are a fan of. That's a good question. What would What would it be? Well, number one would be that uh, no one gets hurt when I say this, okay? I don't want any injuries or anything, but I would like the uh, this uh, stadium that's being built in Spartanburg to, you know, that stealing our team, yeah, to fall into the ground implode. or to explode. Yeah. yeah, implode, explode, whatever. So we get to keep the wood ducks, okay? That's that's probably my number one. Strong. That, uh, <laughs> Strong. That, you know, the financing falls through or whatever, and uh, we don't lose our wood ducks. I guess that, that – because there is this, to me, this overwhelming – and, yeah, you know, we've got the 24th season. But there's I'm excited a cloud, about, but it feels like a cloud over it. There's and not no a doubt. little one, a right, big cloud. Right, and for it, sure, for sure. I just I remember back in 2011 when we had the uh, Indians, and we knew for a whole season that the Indians were leaving. And I just – I remember going to those games and just how – 
depressed everybody was. And I remember the final game. I was at the final game. In fact, if you look on top of my refrigerator, I've got still my final ticket. Or it's in a Kenson Indians Cup with a, the final ticket stuck in there and something else I can't remember. But a nacho. your last last hot dog (laughs) (laughs) but uh no it's still right here in my gut okay no 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 oh that that got weird uh but i just remember how sad it was and and listen i know that you know john clemens is going to work his tail off our good friend shiver person is going to work his tail off janelle fitch is going to work her tail off and they're going to make sure we have a very good season this year but i'm telling you mike that is the thing that really it just it hangs over my head that I'm and I would love for something. So to answer your question, nothing would warm the deep dark cockles of my heart more than for that to fall apart. And I was joking about the explosion. I don't yeah, want anybody yeah, to. Yeah. But Ricky Whaley made a good point uh, when I was talking to him a little while ago. That listen, yeah, they've started, they've broke ground on it in Spartanburg, but there's always things that can yeah. happen. You know, yeah. financing can fall through. Well, I mean, you it, know, it, there's just so many things that have to be done and for it to to fit the uh time frame that they need it to i think that's a great you know i think it's great um that we're going to have a 24 season here it is what it is i would love to uh i would love to have a 25 and beyond and i just i i don't know man i mean i put a lot of myself into getting this team back last i'm not as much as like a tony sears or a a Bill Ellis or a B.J. Murphy or those type fellows who, I mean, they did. They worked their tail sure, off to, no to get it. the team back no here. I can't, that, you know, and I've not really even talked to Bill about this. Maybe the next time we have him here on the show, I'll, uh, I don't want to pick a scab here, but just he's got to feel, he's got to feel pretty bad about, you know, as hard as he worked to get this team back to see what's happened here. Again, not of his fault, not of, and I want to reiterate because every time I talk to somebody about this, Mike, and I'm sure you get the same thing too, everybody wants to take shots at the city council or at our mayor. This was not our mayor's fault, dude. This was not our city council's fault. We don't have, we're not, I, uh, Greg Clemens yesterday or day before yesterday said he would like to see me have some of the city leaders from Wilson on to talk about, did you hear about that? Yes. The- yeah. You know, they're taking the Carolina. They're essentially stealing the Carolina Mudcats from from Zebulon, uh, from Zebulon which doesn't break my heart because you know they stole armpit. Yeah, the armpit. Thank you, the armpit of Eastern North or of North Carolina, sure. and they stole the Kenston Indians from us back in 2011. I love seeing this, and I it just it, it warms the deep dark cockles of my heart to uh, cockles twice. Yeah, yeah. I love I love getting a cockle out there. That's for sure. But uh, <laughs> Danny Rice. We'll, we'll put you right there, hey sir. Hey, now. What's up, brother? Uh, so I, I'm going to share. I've got two. Yeah, what's yours? Um, I would like for there to be uh, some resolution. Yeah, I'm the golf guy. Yeah. So I, I would like to see some resolution uh, for the PGA Tour. Yeah, and, and whatever that's going to be, but just to resolve that labor issue with, and the you know the situation with uh, the Saudi money, and there's been more news and um uh, and hey, what side note, Bernard Longren is someone the um won the the family event over the weekend, but uh, Tiger Woods and his son Charlie played in it, and you know Charlie 
is an amazing golfer at 14 years old and tiger looked healthy and moved well two-day event so you know but uh but yeah i think uh with our man danny in here uh you know a couple of pirate things i would uh uh, uh on my christmas list would be uh a trip to omaha for uh for cliff godwin and and our coach and godwin our pirates, right over there here in our it. studio and uh and you know and the other thing i think would be uh a, a smoother sailing for uh mike houston i think um i think he is he has had tremendous success in the transfer portal and while i know that doesn't translate immediately to wins on the field i think uh i think pirate fans at, at least should feel a little more uh a little more peace going into uh the the christmas and new years with uh with some of the exciting changes with ecu football i love it that's a that is your christmas we've uh scott whittington sent his in we're going to get danny's here but we're going to ramp up the first hour of today's show here uh again uh thank you so much for joining us here coming up in our second hour the man the legend himself danny rice joining us live here in our plush well lit well protected studio